Welcome to Rotor Talk Live, episode 68, DJI Mavic 3. Got that coming up next. Recently, I was joined by co-host Marcus Crawford for Rotor Talk Live. We talked about a number of subjects that evening, but we focused mainly on the news regarding the DJI Mavic 3 coming later this year. So without any further ado, let's roll that broadcast in its entirety. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Rotor Talk Live Season 3, Episode 27, DJI Mavic 3 coming in September, question mark. Marcus, how are you this evening? Doing, doing very well, Bill. This is this is uh, you know you know here here we go again more, more talk of more drones coming <laughs> just what we need. I think it's I think it's good. Um, you know we got a lot to talk about tonight. So um, but the very first thing I want to talk about, Marcus, there is a refurbished item that DJI has out now. Why don't you share 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 with us what that is? Oh, geez, Bill, I am so sorely tempted. Yeah, so you can buy now as a refurb on DJI's website, and they're even available. They got them. All you have to do is hit the button, $599 for that smart controller. And as you know, Bill, I've got a couple of drones that I could use that on. Well, hopefully, uh, this 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 guy right here, hopefully, ah. uh, Soon, I was just doing firmware updates is why I've got it out. Uh, but the Mavic Air 2, you know, obviously that they're going to make that smart controller available with that. And then, of course, I have the Mavic 2 Zoom. And, and you know, one of my biggest uh, gripes about flying with uh, a any, whether it's a tablet or any kind of phone, is that you get uh, sun glare and the bright sun. It is so difficult to see that FPV screen. And, uh, you know, DJI has solved that with the smart controller and the all-in-one functionality of that smart controller to be able to uh, just hook up without pulling your phone out and plugging it in and all that mess, just to be able to hook up and fly. I really like that idea. So uh, I haven't pulled the trigger yet, Bill, but but I'm sorely tempted. Yeah, I'll, tell, I'll be honest with you. The only thing that's stopping me is I keep wondering if there isn't going to be, as you and I both know, it's a tablet-based, it's an Android-based program, and it's basic. It's essentially a tablet with built into the controller. You know, it's got a processor and all that. And and you and I both know how quickly uh, those processors get improved. So. So if they come out with a newer version, which I'm thinking they might when they come out with the Mavic 3, I, I might want to wait for that. Now, the caveat there is, is there going to be such a thing as OcuSync 3 or something like that? Maybe that newer version wouldn't be compatible with the Mavic 2 or the Mavic Air 2. So it's all just a big crapshoot. And, and maybe you just have to push the button and go with it. I don't know. You know here's the thing for me on, on this with the smart controller, right? You know, when, when we get the Mavic Air 2 on there, I can I can do the Phantom 4 Pro V2.0. I can do the Mavic 2 Pro, and then I'll be able to do the Mavic Air 2. I mean, and, and I can tell you this, Marcus, okay? Your life flying a drone will change forever when you get that. Trust me. Especially in the sun down here in Florida because, you know, it hits us differently down here 
than it does up north. And it is so bright. And I can tell you, even in bright sunlight, I tried to take a picture of it and it didn't even do it justice. I mean, even in bright sunlight, I can sit there and I can see that. I don't need a hood. I don't need sunglasses. I don't need anything. I can see that. And then the ability to be able to record, it's super easy to record. Super easy to download those to an built-in SD card. You have the option of hooking that up to an HDMI monitor if you want to do something like that. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless with this. The only thing that I've ever found that's really been, I don't even want, want to say it's a derogatory, but David from Kluge, he he has a great video on how to update the DJI Go 4 app on the smart controller because they don't natively do updates on that. So that's a real, if anything, that's probably the only pain point that I have on that. Other than that, I can tell you, I like the feel of the sticks on the smart controller better than any other DJI controller. Bar well, I see Michael Wright is in the uh, in the chat here, and he was uh, with us at uh, Spin Up last year in Texas, and and that's where I got to try it out. Uh, and and uh, and uh, Demarco FSU grad, he's in the chat as well. But for some reason, Demarco went home early, Bill. I, I'm not sure why, but he left us that day, so he didn't get to fly with us. Oh just man, giving, just giving you a hard time, Demarco. Ah! Uh, but. but uh, but Ron Brown let me fly with his smart controller, and and that sold me right there. It was it was awesome. I I'll be honest with you, Bill. I was kind of expecting kind of a big, bulky, heavy thing, and and it's not at all. It's, it's very cool. easy to handle, and and uh, you know you just take right to it. But that bright screen is the big deal. It really is. And, you know, and when they came out with a controller for the Mavic Air 2, which is one of my favorite features about it, the look, the feel, everything, I know it doesn't weigh as much, but it's the same, it's almost the same exact size as a smart controller. And, and the, the way, and major kudos to DJI for that on the Mavic Air 2. I absolutely love that. We're going to start off, we got a lot to talk about, but I want to share an interesting news article that I came across today, okay? Now, you know, we all know with, the, you know, the remote ID and everybody's talking about, oh, well, Amazon wants to do deliveries and UPI, UPS wants to do them and everything. Okay, well, here's a different kind of drone delivery that's coming up, and I want to, want to share this with you guys. I, I came across this article, and I said, I, said I, think, I think I need to share this tonight. It was just that good now you know we all like we all like to eat okay now there's a company um called deuce drone they want to test wing delivery over alabama okay how is that okay you know let's get a couple let, let's let's get uh you know two dozen wings um half buffalo half with um you know just have them and a drone comes to your front yard and delivers them. marcus it doesn't get any better than that Oh, let me tell you, that's built for a fat guy like me. You, you know, here, here it is. You know, and, and I, and I would think this. It would, it was Sarah would love this because she wouldn't have to have to have. You know, you she could have all she does. She makes a phone call, then she steps outside, she grabs him, then she brings him up to you. You know, no problem. I mean, it's it saves Sarah some work. There, there you go. There you um, go. Man. I'd no. be all over it. But, you know, it's it said it's going to begin in August here. So um, and in addition, the company will develop a software platform to integrate with Buffalo Wild Wings point of sale system. So uh, those of you that like Buffalo Wild Wings and, and I don't know too many people that don't like Buffalo Wild Wings 
um, that that's that, that that this is some good news. It's something lighthearted, and and I kind of think this is interesting. So you know, we'll we'll, we'll keep a, we'll keep tabs on this, and hopefully hopefully this will come to fruition. So kind of cross your fingers with this. Now, the first thing that I wanted to talk about is. Um, I want to talk about the Xeno 2. There was recently, there was a firmware update and I know Marcus did a great video on it. I know Ron just did a great video on it as well. Marcus, um, why don't you tell us what the firmware update encompassed and you had a, had a great video with a great test flight and tell us about your test flight and, and what went on with that. Well, essentially, uh, it, what it was, the, the, there were there were several things they listed on the update, but all of them were stability related, landing related, drone stability, flight control related, uh, and you know that's been one of the biggest complaints. Particularly landing with the Xeno two uh, can be difficult. I've had issues from time to time, as have others. Uh, and, and I probably briefly, I'll just describe that. So it would come down, the motors would still be spinning and sometimes actually spin up and people had literally had their drones flip over, etc. I didn't have that happen. One time I had the drone spin around on the ground on me because the motors uh, spun back up and, and several times I'd seen it hit the ground and then bounce back up. Now, I'm not an engineer, so I don't, I don't know. But I can tell you, in looking at the telemetry on the drone, the altimeter, uh, it often said was, was off. It would say that the drone was still three feet or six feet up in the air, or at other times, it would have a negative number there. Uh, so, I, you know, is that those downward facing sensors? I don't know. But that's what this thing was designed to help with. Now... In, in my testing, the altimeter still seems to be off and it seems to be a little bit laggy. I can say that the landing was better. Not perfect, but no question it was better. And then and the other thing they were talking about is overall stability. Now, takeoffs, when the thing takes off, it does pretty good. It'll go up and it'll hang there pretty good. One of the tough things to do with that drone is making uh, fine adjustments with it. If you're trying to land or something like that, it it tends to move around and it's it's tough. And the other complaint, and this goes clear back to the originals, you know, is that the drone in in level flight, low to the ground, it would either raise up or or go down. Now the reality is, how often are you going to be flying? one meter off the ground or something, right? I mean, not terribly often, but nonetheless, it was something that was worth checking because that speaks to those downward facing sensors. And it and it seemed to be better to me too. If you look at that video, I had, I set up my GoPro on one end and I had the Canon on the other. And particularly as I watched it go by the GoPro bill, it, it looked pretty damn good. Now, Now, when it would get weird, was when you'd come to a stop. And a couple of times you'd get off the stick and the thing would shoot up. And I mean, shoot up, I mean, go up like, you know, five or six meters high without touching the sticks. And then it would come down and sink down. And there was one, there's one point in that video that you can watch that it literally got so low, it mowed the grass for a second. 
and then and then popped back up. Uh, so it's just weird. I don't know what 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 are those what are those downward facing sensors for, if not to stabilize the drone in those situations. Now, is that a go or a no go thing for me with that drone? Nope, because if it's one of those things that if you're aware of it, you can compensate for it when you're when you're flying it. The other issue with that drone, and, and I don't know that this firmware update was specifically to address that. And, and Bill, as you know, there's a lot of talk about the lens flare issue on that drone. Mm -hmm. And I don't I didn't really see any improvement. In fact, if you look at that video, there's one part where it's really bad and almost just really uh, covers the whole, the whole the whole screen. But you and I have had this discussion before, Bill. I mean, yeah, that's not anything that is a is a killer for me because I'm just not going to fly into the sun that often that it's just not that big of a problem for me personally. I totally understand why for other people it is. I, I get it. Uh, but the, the killer for me, and I've been talking about this since the very start with that drone, is that you get micro shakes in the gimbal. And if you look, particularly mm -hmm. if you're looking on a bigger screen, you'll never see it if you're watching a video on your phone. But if you're looking at a bigger screen, look at trees and things like that. And, and every once in a while, you'll get those shakes in there. Drives me up a freaking tree, Bill. Just drives me crazy. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, and and it, often it's on descent. So if you look at the drone, when it's descending, you'll see that. And then and then often in high speed flight is when you'll see it as well. Not always, but often. So anyway, they didn't cure that. Uh, although, you know, that, that those are just some of those things. The, the other thing about it, Bill, is I paid $400 for that drone. I feel like I got $400 worth. I'm happy with that. Today, the drone is priced at $550. I can't imagine paying $550 for that kind of performance. Just put another $250 down and buy a Mavic Air 2, right? Yeah, seriously. I mean, you know, and, and, and let me ask let me ask you this question and pose this question to you, okay? And I know we had talked a little bit before in the pre-show. Now, I watched Ron's video tonight, okay? And it's like, I'll call it a tale of two drones, okay? Because it's like everything that you've described, and notwithstanding, like, micro shakes for Ron, but, you know, his stability, you know, when his takes off, it's almost like a uh, Mavic Air, too. I mean, you know, it, it's almost like a DJI drone, you know, when it's, when it's sitting there and hovering and it's not really going all over the place kind of thing. And, it, you know, it, it's just, it's confounding. And do you, and my guess, and this is just, you know, based upon, you know, your, our discussion is there could be something wrong with your sensor. I mean, you know. Well, well so clearly those, they, cal they must calibrate those sensors at the factory, right? I mean, I don't know how else you would do that. There's, there's certainly no calibration in the software that we get, but at some point, Surely those have to be calib calibrated, and and I think that's what you're getting at, Bill, is that there may be a difference in calibration. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. that that's what it has to be because you know just just looking at, at both of your drones. Now, you know, the vi video notwithstanding, okay, um, you know, I think it's a good drone. Okay, is it you know like we said, is it a perfect? No, but it's a good drone. 
you know, that lens flare issue, that's probably going to bug a lot of people. So that may steer them away from it. But like you said, and like I said, most of the time I don't fly towards the sun, except when I'm doing a sunset. Okay. You know, I'm trying to steer away from the sun because I want to get some good video because, you know, flying to the, into the sun, you're never going to get good video. Okay. Unless it's a sunset kind of a thing where the light's coming down. So, you know, all in all, you know, I think the Xeno 2 is a, a good drone. I, I say that is, you know, somebody said, well, didn't you sell yours, Bill? Yes, I did sell mine. So, um, you know, I'm put I'm put, putting my eggs in the Femi basket, which we're going to talk about here in just a second. So, but, you know, um, you know, Ron's video was was good, too. And it's always good to see, you know, both sides to the story here. Um, you know, I think Hudson did a lot of things right with the Xeno, too. OK, um, you know, they, they, they made some great improvements. Um, I like the controller. I think that's a good that's a good thing. Having that telemetry data on there. I think that was a good thing. Uh, they improved their transmission system on there because uh, I know both you and Ron haven't had any issues with that at all. Um, you know, so where they've made improvements, I think they've done well. Um, you know, I think they can still kind of kind of go forward and, and make some more improvements on this as well, too. So, well, Bill, so ironically, you're, you're talking about the transmission system. And so now Hubson announced the Zeno 2 Plus. And, and what did they say they did? They improved the transmission system. Well, there was nothing wrong with the transmission system. <laughs> How about making the drone uh, more stable and improving that gimbal? I don't know. That's just yeah, not, that's, you know, right? that, that's, that's something that I think that I think definitely could, could be looked at as, as far as that's concerned. I you got know, one more little bit of Xeno 2 news for you. Though, go though. for it. Uh, so uh, Al Duran over at the Duranify channel, uh, he had another crash with his Xeno 2. Uh, it, uh, it, it appears that he lost half a prop, you know, the folding props and half a prop. And he uh, unfortunately was over the top of a city street at the time. And it, and it came down on the street, didn't hit anybody, didn't do anything. And he recovered his drone, but uh, it's kind of a, kind of an interesting video and boy, you can, hear the difference in the tone and the sound of that drone. Uh, but uh, anyway, just I, I guess all I'm saying is make sure you check those screws on on the props. And, and you know, and, and I have to say before we start on the Femi, that was the first thing I did after I got mine was was check those screws and out and that, uh, you know, on the props because of what happened to you. So, I mean, right. that's, you know, that's just one of these things. We're going to talk a little bit about the Femi X8 SE 2020 updates, including an email from Banggood, and we're going to start off with this, and I'm going to share this email with you guys. I, I know Marcus got Marcus pretty much got the same. Uh, in fact, I, you know, it, it is the same email. So let's go ahead and share this. And it's like, dear, you know, of course, you know, thank you for shopping with us. Is informed by out of stock email sent 24 hours ago. One item in your order is out of stock. One item below in your order is out of stock at the moment. We apologize. It said, please select your preferred option by clicking on the following button as soon as possible, considering this link will expire in 15 days. Marcus, tell us about what happened when you clicked that link. Well, well, so I clicked the link and it gave you three options. And, and one option was to for a refund, right? And I, it's kind of weird that they would be encouraging people to do that, but I'm glad that they made that option available. The next option was 
to use those dollars that you already had out there to buy something else from Banggood. Well, you know, fat chance on that one. The third option was, all it said was wait, W-A-I-T. So yeah, man, I want that drone. So I clicked wait. And then it asks you to put in a date of how long you're willing to wait. So, so you click on that box and you can't just enter, you could not just enter a date in there. It brought up a calendar and you had to pick a date off the calendar. Well, the calendar would only go out as far as June 24th. Uh, so I clicked June 24th, that's tomorrow. So I'm kind of wondering if I'll get another email tomorrow telling me my order is canceled. I don't know. But Sam Burns is in the chat, I noticed. And I, I believe, I don't want to speak for him, but I believe he was not even able to get that option. And they just sent him a cancellation, I believe. Yeah, and Sam got ended up from, from you know, I told him the B&H had him, and he ended up getting his from B&H. I mean, right. Four ninety nine plus shipping, but you know I know Sam's a happy camper, and he he said he was a little late because he was doing his unboxing. So we'll look forward to that video from you, Sam. Um, also wanted to share with you guys too. Um, let, me, let me get this up here. I got an email from um, I got an email from uh, Femi. Now I had sent them an email. And I wanted to ask them, you know, I was mostly curious about, and, and here, here's what we're going to do. I'll, I'll share you, I'll share with you. I can't talk tonight. Okay. I'm going to share with you my email first, uh, what I asked them, and then I'm going to share, share their response. Okay. Now, you know, um, basically I said during the flight, I noticed the horizon was considerably off. This did not happen in my first flight. Also, the yaw was extremely sensitive. Um, when the aircraft landed, I noticed it being extremely hot underneath and on the motors. Um, and I said, here's a link to the video where I described the issues. It starts at that, that mark. My concerns are the horizon tilt issue is carried over from 2018 version and that with no fan, the aircraft will overheat. Um, are you working on a firmware update to take care of the horizon tilt issue? What can be done about the overheating? Now, I believe it or not, like a day, you know, not even 24 hours later, I got a response but it was in my spam folder. So if you guys email, it's a support at Femi.com, check your spam folder because it, you know, you're like, Oh, I didn't get anything. Make sure you guys do that. That's, that's a tip. Now here's the response I got from them. Hi, Bill. Thanks for your support to Femi. Yes. There's no cooling fan on the X8 uh, SE 2020. Since the internal parts are changed with different, the old, the X8 SE old version, please don't worry. For the horizon tilt issue, please try to do the gimbal three-axis fine-tuning in gimbal advanced setting first, and we're testing new firmware to solve the problem. Release it ASAP once available. And for the yaw, the RC, how about the RC calibration? Sorry for the inconvenience. Best regards. Okay. Now, a couple of things on this, all right? Now, when I went ahead to go to do my flight the other day on this, and this was, and this was interesting, uh, right before I was getting ready to do that flight, okay, Firmware update pops up, and guess what the firmware update is? It fixes for the horizon tilt issue. I'm like, okay, this is this is too good to be true. It's happening right before I take my my, my flight out. So I go ahead and I do the firmware update, make sure it's all good. All right, then I go out and I first I calibrate my remote control. You guys saw it, and I did. I even did a separate video for the calibrations. I calibrated the remote controller, 
um, which worked like a champ that worked on the video. Then I went ahead and I did the three axis. Now, what I did was, and I saw Gary Purcell from Australia, okay? I used a level, okay? And it was brilliant. I got to say, Gary Purcell, if you're watching, kudos to you for this idea. You know, I have it on a flat surface, all right? And I, you know, and I have the crosshairs on, um, on the, on the Femi X8 SE 2020. And I line up one of the crosshairs with the top bar or underneath this bar and make sure everything lines up. All right. It's real easy. And you got it. And it takes some time. This isn't one you can't, you know, you're just, you know, you got it. You got it. You got it's It's a trial and error with this. All right. And then you get the thing lined up. And then, and then I had a question this week and somebody had asked me, you know, um, did you, why did you do a gimbal calibration? I said, it's not optional when you're adjusting the access, the, the three access on, on the gimbal, you have to do a gimbal calibration. It's not an option. Okay. So I went ahead, I did that. And then like, it's been, been ingrained into me whenever you do all this stuff. I also did a compass calibration before I took it outside. All right. Now, one of the things that I did different and I, and I got to talk about a little bit on, on the video is instead of positioning my drone facing south, facing west, okay, I face it south this time, all right? Now, mind you, you know, this is not, you know, this is advice that some people have given me for DJI drones in, in, as far as precision landing goes, all right? Well, you've seen the video, okay? And if not, go ahead and watch the video. But one of the things that I found during the video, as soon as I got it up, that horizon tilt issue was there. But as soon as I hit return to home, it's like it flipped on its axis and it was almost, and by the time I got home, it was almost, that horizon was almost perfectly level, all right? Then I go out to do that flight again. And as I'm doing that flight, I'm pushing that stick forward. And what do you know, that gimbal, the gimbal tilts down just a little bit. And then after that, the horizon was wonky. Then, you know, I go over to the other corner, like I hit return to home and then again, it happens. Now, what was real interesting this time around, I let precision landing go. And sure enough, I, you know, and like Marcus, I get three or four legs on that pad. It's a, it's a precision landing in my book. Okay. There's no, there's no ifs, fans or buts about it. So, you know, all in all, it, one of the things that I have to say, Marcus, and I saw it on your videos and this was got me really excited about the Femi was the quality, the color on the video, that color was incredible as it comes straight off the camera. No, no LUTs, no adjustment for brightness, anything. I love that color. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what Femi has always done pretty good. Is it pretty decent camera on there? Is it, is it is it DJI quality? Of course not, but is it is it pretty damn good? Yeah, it, it's pretty darn good. And and when you consider the price of that drone, it's it's a good value for money. So so Bill, you ordered yours uh, from from the Banggood, but in China, right? So you probably paid about four hundred and twenty dollars for it, right? 420 bucks what i mean holy crap that thing is a that is a capable machine for that kind of money uh you know the only the only gripe i have on my 2018 version is is the 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 the, the horizon other than that i that drone has just been awesome i really enjoy it now i want to share something with everybody today okay now i went ahead and i ordered extra batteries and one of them i ordered from AliExpress, okay? I was able to find and get a good price on it. So I went out to eBay and they had good prices on it. Their shipping was like, the shipping was almost as half the cost of the battery. So I'm like, no, all right? 
So I got it. It's an OEM Femi X8SE battery. All right. From AliExpress, this cardboard box, all right, which came intact. And the reason it came intact, you know how AliExpress shipped it? They shipped it inside another cardboard box. Okay. All right. So, so Banggood, you can learn a lesson from this. All right. When you pack those drones, all right, pack them inside another box. All right. Everybody, even Hubson, even Hubson packs theirs in another box. Okay. Come on, guys. You know, it's not rocket science here. I mean, it really isn't. And it would save you guys a lot of headache and a lot of hassles and us the same thing. So, you know, Banggood, if you're watching, you know, kind of like take that to heart kind of a thing. Um, I'm going to be doing some more testing on the Femi X8 SE 2020 this week. Um, I got some, I, I got some, some great tests that I want to do. So stay tuned. I'm going to be having some videos come out later on that. Um, I'm still, I'm really excited about this drone, Marcus, L like you, you know, it, it's just, it's a solid drone. It, it's just it, the, the look, the feel, everything on that drone. I, I just, I like it. I, I just, I like how it performs. It's it's just a, a, a it's just a good drone. Yeah, the controller is uh, was a high point for me too. I oh, really yeah. like that controller. Uh, yeah, and it's a hot rod. I mean, you throw that thing into sport mode and it is scooting through the air pretty quick. Uh, it. Uh, I I did a test one time, Bill. Uh, I took it out over the Snake River Canyon and I took my my Mavic Two Zoom with me, and uh, the 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 Zoom was just probably two miles an hour faster than the femi but but that's not i mean th that's fast so wow, i think wow that is Zoom was doing 45 and and the femi was doing 43 miles an hour it it'll scream through the air pretty good that's that's pretty doggone fast i mean yeah. that you know, it, it, all in all you know like you said for you know i paid 420 for it it's just like it's just like one of these things it's just like this is a drone that's going to last. They they get this little horizon tilt issue taken care of, which, you know what, and, and I have to say, you know, they're not the only drone manufacturer to have horizon tilt issues, okay? True. Autel had that with the X-Star Premium, my very first drone. They had it with their first Evo. I know that. And they've addressed it. And it's software, and it's solvable. It's something that they can get taken care of, you know? And it's like, Marcus, why don't you tell me what you said about Hubson and, and Femi, what they should do. Well, yeah. So, so I, <laughs> I wish, I wish uh, Hubson would teach Femi how to how to make a stable horizon, and I wish Femi would teach Hubson how to put some decent flight controls and make a, a stable drone with good downward facing sensors and a gimbal that doesn't shake. If See, they, there it is. Together. Yeah, we got these problems solved here. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just, too, it's just, it's just too good here. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're going to talk about the, the main topic of the evening, the DJI Mavic three coming in September. And I know, um, you know, I, I put this in the title tonight because, you know, it's like all of a sudden, hello, there's something out there on, on the Chinese version of the FCC database with, with some things. And, and I'm going to go ahead and share this article now. You know, hey, Kestelou is with um, Drone XL now. That's his own outfit. He's not with Drone DJ anymore. And you know, he put out a recent article about this. And let me go ahead and get that up here. Um, and one of the things, you know, everybody is is, is like all 
interested in is let me let me get this up here. Okay. See, if I was like Ron, Phil, I would have had something quick-witted to fill in there while you were doing that. I'm just not as sharp as Mr. Brown. Ron, Ron has these. He's like that. Okay. He Ron should do stand-up comedy sometime. I think he would do very well with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure, because he's very he's very good with that. Now, um, you know, the article talked DJI Mavic Three rumored to have optical image stabilization. Okay. And what I thought I would like to do before we get into this here, you know, is to kind of go over and and I'm going to bring up now. Now, this is from Wikipedia and it's what they talk about image stabilization. It's a family of techniques that reduce blurring associated with the motion of a camera or other imaging device during exposure. Generally, it compensates for pan and tilt um, of the imaging device through electronic image stabilization can also compensate for its rotation. It's used in image-stabilized binoculars, still in video cameras, astronomical telescopes, also smartphones, mainly the high-end. With still cameras, camera shake is a particular problem in slow shutter speeds or with long focal length lenses. With video cameras, camera shake causes visible frame-to-frame jitter in the recorded video. In astronomy, the problem of lens shake is amplified by variation in the atmosphere which changes in apparent positions and objects over time. Okay. I just wanted to get it out there because I know somebody might not be familiar, be familiar with image stabilization, you know, and I know if Marcus would, you know, he probably has, has his iPhone up there and with my galaxy note 10 plus, I mean, it's in here. Okay. And let me tell you the video and Marcus, I know Marcus will testify on his iPhone. The video on this is just stellar. It's just, it's rock solid. How about another version of it? You know, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You know, and then and then here on the, uh, you know, rock steady on the uh, on the Osmo action. Now, and and Marcus has rocks. Marcus out. He he out rock, paper, scissors me on that one. Okay. (laughs) So, okay, so we're going to get we're going to get to this here. Now, um, our our buddy, Ocetalev, you know, he put these out here, but these were out on the Chinese database. So. Um, you know, this is, this is, this is what this look like, looks like. Um, and now is, is, Hey, Kesselutsa, as I wrote some time ago for drone DJ, the DJI Phantom series is dead and will be replaced by the new Mavic three. Um, the new Mavic three will take things to a whole new level with interchangeable lens system with optical image stabilization. Among other things, this new drone will likely feature 360 obstacle avoidance and MFT camera system and will be quite a bit larger than the current Mavic 2 Pro and Zoom series. Now, DJI's new OIS system for the Mavic 3 will not only help the drone to create even smoother video footage, but should make a a big difference for low-light photography where slower shutter speeds are used. Um, After some smaller issues related to obstacle avoidance and hardware and other software challenges linked to the use of dual IMUs, the release for the Mavic 3 is now scheduled for September. Um, You know, we're not getting it in the summer, he talks about it on a positive note, the Mavic 3 seems to become a monster of a drone that I can't wait to get my hands on. Well, hey, um, if you're watching, you know, that makes that that makes more than one of us. I'll tell you that. Um, Marcus, your thoughts on this? Hey, well, first thing is uh, Cliff Totten is making a, a, a point in the chat here that, right, uh, uh, any kind of electronic image stabilization, there's a crop in the sensor. So it'll be interesting to see what, what is their solution 
for that. So the image stabilization will will it uh, will it only be available in lower resolutions, right? So we don't know any of that yet, but it's all interesting stuff, and it's all good stuff. And uh, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't know that that we will ever get away from mechanical stabilization. Uh, but uh, but you know, that, is this a combination of both? It'll you know, there's some there's more questions than answers, but it's exciting. No matter what, you know, if it's coming from DJI. It's going to be pretty damn cool. So it, it is okay. And here's what here's what I'll reference here. Okay, and one of the things, and I'm going to be doing a video on it on it shortly. Is um, the smart um, smart smart photo feature on the Mavic Air two? Okay, I don't know about you, Marcus, but it impressed the daylights out of me. You know, and I I saw recently I was watching um, you know Bill Thomas on on Xeno Nation last night, and you know him posting some of those pictures up there and i've taken some some as well i've got a video that i'm working on and it'll be coming out this weekend on that it's just it's just a fantastic feature okay now you know i kind of think and, and this is just me and and see if i'm see if i'm right here i think dji was kind of wetting our appetite with what they put on the on the mavic air too i mean th there's a lot of things on there that are kind of like signaling future in my book yeah, no, no question. Listen, and when, when we've made this statement a hundred times before too, Bill, what we know about DJI is is they're going to come up with something that'll just blow us away that we don't even know we want yet. That'll be on that new drone, and when we see it, we'll just go nuts. Well, you know, I, I want to also address this too because I just saw this in the chat. Um, you know, talking about DJI's customer service, and I'm going to digress from the Mavic 3 for just a second here, okay? There is a there is a great way to handle the way you approach DJI customer service. Now, I talked to I talked to our good friend Jim Boyd from Above and Beyond Drones, and he's, you know, the incredible issues he's having with his, uh, his Matrice, okay? Um, you know, and he asked me, you know, what's a great, the, the best way, and, and I gave him the way that I use all the time, okay? And the best way, number one, to contact DJI support, I have found historically, okay, it's been through Twitter. And what you do is you contact them at DJI support. You give a brief explanation of what's going on, okay? You don't get into details, all right, and say, could somebody contact me? And more often than not, what you will do, you will get a direct message on Twitter from them asking for them to explain in detail. Now, here's a couple of really good points with this, okay? My dad, one of my dad's favorite sayings is get was get your all your ducks lined up in a row when you're when you're getting ready to do something. OK, and what you mean by that, what my dad meant by that was, you know, if, if you're getting ready to make a presentation, have everything there. OK, get your data ready. You know, if you're having an issue with DJI, OK, get telemetry data ready, um, get screenshots ready. If you have log files, get those ready. Um, you know, um, video clips, get those ready, get everything ready to send to them. OK. Number one. And number two, and this is so important, and I can't emphasize this enough, okay? It, you say, you bleep and bleep and bleep and, and, and you start going off on language with them, okay? Guys, you won't even get to the batter's box with them, okay? They're going to cut you off so fast, it'll make your head spin, all right? If you kill them with kindness, okay, 
I've always found out. Now, I haven't always got what I wanted, but I'll tell you what. I got this, I got their attention, and I got to somebody who could make a decision for me. I've had several instances, multiple instances, when people said there's no way they were going to do anything for you, and they did. So this is the way to approach DJI customer support. I can't emphasize this enough, okay? Um, what do you say, Marcus? I'm just saying you're spot on. Just, just like you, anytime, well, they've always been responsive, but particularly through Twitter, you go to their support, DJI, is it DJI support? I, I can't remember exactly on Twitter. Uh, you get a, a response very, very quickly. And, and you can even have a conversation with them about whatever it is. And, and to your point, Bill, uh, you really want to be civil. I mean, listen, you, you understand when you're having a problem with a drone and particularly a DJI drone that you paid a lot of money for, you're going to be frustrated, but you got to keep uh, keep that under control. And uh, I, you know, they seem to be pretty darn responsive that I've seen. Yeah, they are. And you know, and one of the you know, one of the other things too, and, and this is a lot of people ask me about insurance, and I know we're digressing from Mavic Three. We'll get back to that here in a second. Um, you know, asking about should I get DJI Care Refresh? Okay. It never hurts to get DJI Care Refresh, okay? But you have to understand how it works, okay? If you go into it blindly, okay, oh, I lost my drone, can you replace my drone, okay? Well, number one, you need to be able to send the drone back to DJI, okay? That's the only way DJI Care Refresh works, guys, all right? And number two, and this is something I've seen a lot of people have some sore points with, okay? Now, you know, and let's say this for on consumer drones, because I know Jim has a has a very different case and I really feel for him. And Jim, I hope and pray that you can get that taken care of. OK. They there is a good chance they're going to send you a refurbished unit back that's not yours. All right. And, you know, Jim's a different case. All right. And I, and I want to state that, you know, well, he, he's a commercial as opposed to right. Right. Exactly. Exactly, right. Marcus. Jim Jim is commercial. This is consumer, okay? You're going to get a Mavic 2 Pro back, okay? Is it going to be your exact drone? Probably not. But you know what? Refurbished means that they've looked through that unit and they've and they're and they're getting it back to you. It's in brand new condition, all right? It's nobody's ever really flown that. Yes, sir. One more point on that, Bill. If you live in Canada, as you know in Canada, you are registering that serial number uh, with your, with the government, or I, I'm not sure exactly how that works. So if you do that and you get another drone back from DJI, it's up to you to update that serial number with your uh, drone license or registration up there. I, I got that from paying attention to uh, what our Lauren, Lauren Donauer posts. Well, Cliff put in here, and, and this is a really good one. I'm betting we get a Mavic 3 Zoom with IMX 586, Quad Bear, and 3X Zoom, and Pro 3 with Autel's IMX 383 one-inch sensor, no Zoom. Um, you know, Cliff is definitely somebody who I always go to as far as uh, – and Metro Drones, thank you, Bill. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Um, you know, Cliff is somebody I, I always turn to for something like this because – He's he's the camera expert to me. Okay, I just don't. I don't. I just don't. You know, he's the one, he's the one that I go to. So, um, you know, 
definitely, definitely that's it. Um, you know, as far as, um, yeah, I wanted to put that up there for everybody to see. Now, you know, as far as performance is concerned, um, you know, and one of the things, and Marcus has said it, and it's one of my favorite things that he always says, DJI gives you something you don't know you need, okay? You know, you don't realize it until they come out with it, and it's like, wow, you know, yeah, I want now. You know, it's like, it's like, yeah, I definitely want it now kind of a thing, you know? So, you know, th this is something, you know, this is something we look forward to these things. Um, you know, now Hayes talking about a true, you know, a 360 obstacle avoidance. Okay. And, and let's, you know, I, I want to spend a minute on this because, you know, the obstacle avoidance on the Mavic 2 series, Marcus, a lot of it's only enabled in certain modes. Okay. That's very um, true. You know, so, you know, we need to, you know, and what I'm hoping for is it's three, you can, you know, you can toggle a switch, you know, to have that on or have that off all the time. I mean, really, truly 360, if it's running all the time, it would be fantastic, you know, or the ability to shut off, say, I'm going to shut off the top sensors or the bottom sensor or the side or the front and back, you know, uh, you know, have that ability to do that. What's your thoughts about that? Hey, well, so you just made me think of a point to make with regard to that. So, that, that obstacle avoidance on the Mavic 2 is so underrated. I think a lot of people just haven't tried it. They're afraid to do it because, you know, obviously you've got a lot of money tied up in that drone. Now, I've I've experimented around with it. Will it track me like my Skydio 2 does? No, it won't. You could, if you move fast enough, you can lose the drone because it's all opt, optical tracking. But I'm telling you, as long as you keep it in that slow mode, there's a slow mode and a fast mode. In that slow mode, you can have 100% confidence that drone is not going to hit anything. It will not hit anything. And it'll follow you through the trees. or, or what, And in some ways, and, and I'll bet you Lauren will ring in on this, it's, it's better than the Skydio because it tends to be more cinematic. It's not moving around as much. So I'm willing to bet that whatever their next version on the Mavic 3 is going to be even better yet and will be absolutely amazing. And, Bill, i got to be honest with you, buddy. I've challenged you before to try out that, that, ops, that uh, tracking on your Mavic 2, man. I, I keep waiting for that video. I haven't seen I'm it gonna, yet. You know what? I, I need to get the Mavic 2 out because it's been, it's been a while. It's kind of like it's calling, you know, it's like a siren song. It's calling my name. It's sitting on it's sitting on my desk behind me, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be busting that out because I'll tell you what you know flying that is just a pure joy, and, and I think that's one of the things why people are so gonna be so hyped up when the Mavic Three does come out. Now you know Cliff was talking about like having two models, like you know a, a pro model, a zoom model, that kind of thing. Um, you know I think from what you know in understanding you know from Cliff's standpoint. I think in order to perfect that technology, I think that's the route that DJI is probably going to go is to have one, have a zoom and have one, have a pro model um, with these features. What are your thoughts? Well, I just saw a couple of comments here that really piqued my interest. So two things, uh, Lauren is saying, yeah, make sure you turn a pass on. So I made that long statement and yes, you're going to want uh, a pass on so that the drone will go around objects uh, Two, Ethan Mitchell is saying there, uh, that 
with uh, o, the OA sensors, uh, kind of like a backup camera, that would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Just under certain situations. Yeah. You could turn on that side camera or the back camera and kind of get a look at, at something. Maybe even not, not, not for perfect video or pictures or anything, but just to kind of see where you're at or something. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Now, now, um, Hot Rod in Daytona says, you know, um, you know, he does talk about, um, you know, Hay talks about in the article that these cameras could be interchangeable. Okay. Kind of like the, the Autel Evo two, where those cameras will, will be interchangeable as well. You know, who knows? I mean, if, at this point, you know, what DJI is coming up with, we just know it is coming. Okay. And it's kind of good that we get, you know, we got it. We kind of got a sneak peek at what this optic optical image stabilization is. You know, it's it's foretelling of a lot of good things coming with the Mavic 3. So, you know, it's kind of like going to be stay tuned. And realize this, Marcus, you know, it's already, it's almost the end of June, okay? September is two months away. So it's not like it's that, it's, it's that far away. So in, in other words, get that finger ready because the buy button is going to need to be hit in September. <laughs> man, oh man, Bill. Hi, yeah, 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 you're right. It probably okay. There, now, there's gonna be something that's going to blow me away, and I'll just have to do it. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to pose this question to you into the chat right now. Okay. This is a this is a Ron. I'm doing this for you, my friend. Okay, because I know you like to do these kind of things. All right. If you had to get rid of a drone to make room for your Mavic Three, what would it be? Oh, geez. Oh yeah, well it it, it is it, it's it's not going to be this guy and it's not going to be the Mavic Mini. It's going to be nothing that says DJI in front of it, and it's going to be nothing that says Skydio in front of it. I'll, I'll I'll just throw that out right now. If I had to get rid of one, I know it would be the Potensic Dreamer 4K. There you go. <laughs> or I should say the Bad Dreamer 4K. Bad Dreamer, yeah. I, I, you know that that's a drone. If it had some kind of kind of gimbal and stabilization on it, that that would be. I watched your video on that. I mean, that's yeah. just, you know, that, that's just one of those things. And that was, and that's that that's that Femi drone. I mean, that's just they rebranded that. I mean, that's that's what that is. So it's similar, Bill. It really isn't the same drone. It looks a lot like it. It sure looks like it's built by Femi because it's very very similar. Okay, you know, um, you know, I have to say this. Okay, um, you know, Michael Wright. You know, I'd sell my Mavic too. And you know what? My answer for that question is, it would be my Mavic Two Pro because if I'm getting a Mavic Three, okay, my Mavic Two Pro will never be the same. All right, it, it will. You know, it it will it will kind of be like, you know, not there. You know, it it won't have those capabilities. And I think the thing that, that excites me the most about the Mavic 3, Marcus, in, in reading this and in reading all, all the information on there is this low light capability. Because, you know, and, and here I am. I was I was Ron Brown's Mavic 2 Pro salesperson, okay? When we went out to the beach that night, okay, he had his Mavic Pro up and I had my Mavic 2 Pro up. And I was looking at his screen and he was looking at mine. He says, I can't believe it. And you looked at Ron's screen, you know, uh, you know, with the iPad and it was dark, you know, it, it, it was, it was dark because of the image coming from the Mavic pro. 
And then he looked at mine. He goes, oh, my gosh. He was just he was just astounded at it. And then, um, you know, um, Susan and Valerie and, and, and Ron and I, you know, we stopped afterwards at the at their hotel. And, you know, we sat down and had some Coca-Cola's and, you know, we were talking about it. And Ron says, I think I got to get that Mavic 2 Pro, Bill. And he, he was he was he was so sold on it. My question is, Bill. Yeah. So four of you there. What did what what did Susan say? Ron's wife. She didn't say anything. Okay. Which I was kind of, I was kind of surprised. She didn't, she didn't say anything about that. So I kind of, I kind of think, you know, I kind of think, you know, Ron, Ron has some carte blanche with, with, with drones and his hobby with, with, with Susan there. I, I think he does. I think he's got, Susan's a great person. I really like her. It was really oh, yeah. wonderful getting, getting to know her and um, spending some time, time with them. And, um, you know, just I, I think she's 100 percent behind Ron's hobby as long as long as she's not in the videos. OK, I think that's um, <laughs> that was one of her things. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, we got a lot to look forward to with this Mavic 3, Marcus. I, I can't I can't say enough about that, really. I mean, um, so, you know, we're winding down with time here and I, I'm going to kind of we're going to kind of. um wanted to spend just a few minutes here before we before we close up shop you know the the mavic air 2 had a firmware update and and i know from watching xeno nation and bill thomas had some battery issues marcus why don't you talk about the battery issues that, that bill was talking about last well, night? well so to be fair bill is not he did not he is not saying that it had to do with the firmware update he said it could be right but he had, uh, and let me grab a battery here real quick uh, so I can show. So right along the, the front of the battery right here, he could, he could show where his battery had heated up and it, and it bubbled up there, it literally bubbled up the plastic. And, and, and he saw it after that firmware update. And he was thinking that maybe it was because either he did or did not update the firmware in all three batteries or something. So, so that's kind of weird. I can tell you that just right before the show right now, it's the reason I have this guy out is I was doing that. I, I'm hoping to fly it tomorrow. So I was doing all that uh, updating and cycling the batteries through one at a time so I could update the batteries as well. So it's kind of a mystery. He's he's in touch with DJI, and I'm sure DJI is going to take care of him. And in fact, don't quote me on this, but I think he even said they've already offered to send him a couple of replacement batteries. But his concern is, and I totally understand, he kind of wants to know why he did it because yeah. he's afraid that if it's something he did, he wants to avoid that in the future, etc. So. Uh, yeah, that was kind of that was kind of the uh, the nuts and bolts of it. Uh, but what I will say is, <clears throat> when you're doing your firmware update, hey, just take a second, cycle all your batteries through the drone, and and get them Absolutely. all. And then you don't have to worry about it when you go out in the field. You're all ready to go. Well, you know, for me, and this is one of the things, and I, I know it was one of my viewers, and, and I'm sorry, I it, the, his name escapes me at this time, uh, but he had me get into the good habit with the mini and now with the air two of doing my updates through DJI assistant Two um, on my PC. Uh, it just, f for me, you know, uh, he, he talked a lot about how, you know, 
sometimes even though you have good strong wi-fi signal and connection through the app it might miss something and i know it was for the many okay and 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 i and i'm real thankful to him for this advice because i've been doing that ever since and i've been also doing that now with a mavic air too i've been doing it through dji assistant i have it hasn't it's they've gone like lightning okay and haven't had any issues whatsoever with that at all god yep. you're gonna say something oh no i just i just finished charging this battery i just pulled it oh, off the charger that's, that's good awesome. deal good <laughs> yeah. deal well no you know and i'll tell you what as far as firmware updates it's kind of like one of those ones and, and i think uh billy kyle said it best he's like and you know <laughs> it's like it's like there really wasn't a whole lot there as far as features or improvement is concerned. Well, Bill, let me, I'm interested in some of the stuff that they were talking about, the improvements in focus track, the improvement, the track, in yeah. recognize you. So I'm, I am really anxious to check that out. And one of the things that I want to do is, is take the Mavic Air 2 out and just go one at a time through all of those focus track features and and Sam Burns was talking about that earlier in the chat. You can now do uh, a multi-point focus track. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not even sure what that is or how it'll work, but I I sure want to get out and and uh, try it out. So uh, and one of the points that Sam was making is that you cannot have a pass on when you're doing multi-point focus tracking. So uh, in any case, that's that's uh, that's what that is. It's, it's a really cool feature, and that, those are the kind of things that DJI does for us that are just that are just amazing. Well, you know, um, Cliff brings up a good point. Store your batteries always at thirty percent, and they won't swell. I mean, that's you know that that's a that's a that's an excellent point, Cliff. Hey, Bill. So let me yeah. ask. So so that's an interesting point. Uh, you know, and I read all the time about people having batteries swelling and stuff. I've never had it happen. I've never had a DJI battery swell. And I, and I, I, is it related to leaving your drone in a hot car or the, I don't know. I'm not saying it is. I just always wonder what, you know, how, what that, what that's all about. And I know enough people have had it happen that I know it's a common issue. I've just never seen it. Have you? Well, yeah, here's here's the first time I saw it. Um, Ken and I went flying about a year ago down by the Skyway Bridge down here. And, you know, we were swapping batteries out because we were getting some. I mean, it was a perfect day to fly. And he was getting ready to put his other one in. And I said, Ken, it didn't click. And then we looked at it. It was swelling. Okay. And then he pulled out his other other batteries and they were swelling, too. He was madder than than, than a horn, hornet's nest stirred up. And and I don't blame him with right with with justified reason um you know and you know and, and i can tell you this okay if anybody cycles his batteries and knows how to run them right it's ken okay there's no there, there's no questions asked okay he knows right. how to take good care of his equipment and and I, he did contact dji I, I think i think they did end up sending him new batteries um i'm not 100 percent sure so don't quote me on that but you know i could sense that frustration and i saw that there and, and he knows how to do that. And he knows the proper procedures. Okay. Like the back of his hand, that's something that, you know, wouldn't even, wouldn't even question on something like that. So, I mean, batteries are always a tricky thing and they're really kind of dicey and it's just, 
you know, well, Billy had it happen too. Billy Kyle, I know, Billy had it happen as well too. And you know, and you know, and and it's it's kind of those things. It doesn't make any. It's like it's like dealing with Banggood. Okay, they don't make any rhyme or reason. Okay, it's like you know, it's like it happens to people who use their drones a little. It happens to people who use their drones a lot. It just doesn't. You know, there's no pattern. There's no logic with this. Did you see what Lana's saying there? He says DJI replaced all five of his batteries. Oh wow! Okay, wow. See, you know, they probably know that there was some kind of an issue with that. But see, for me, okay, I've never had any issues with my Mavic Two at all with that. Okay, and right. I mean, I, I gotta admit, I haven't probably flown flown it in at least a month and a half. But you know, they're they're at a good percentage. You know, their, their batteries. You know, I take care of my batteries as well too. So I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, right. I don't know. So, well, I want to thank everybody for stopping by tonight. We had a great, we've got a lot of great topics coming in. And, and I also want to thank my recent guests that I've had. I had uh, Russ from 51 Drones. It was great having Russ finally on. It was great getting a chance to talk to him. You know, we we had, we had Brendan Schulman was on. Brendan was fantastic. And Brendan, would love to have you back sometime. Same with you, Russ. Um, always good to have Sally French on. Sally is fantastic. She just got her Mavic Air too, so go watch her latest video on it. Um, she's really enjoying it. Um, you know, it was great. we had Kelly on, Billy was on. Um, you know, we, we had had a whole you know had a whole series of guests. So um, you know, some just some great shows. We got a lot a lot of great things coming up. So look forward to them. Um, I got some Marcus. What videos are you working on? You got coming well, up. You know, I, I really want to do something with uh, Focus Track again. I've done tracking videos in the in the past, but I'd really like to to get into that a little bit more. I can tell you the reason I'm charging batteries and so forth, and and making sure this guy's updated today is tomorrow we're going on a run with the Corvette Club. So I'm going to take the drone with me, and if there's an opportunity to uh, put, we stop at some scenic spots, opportunity to put it in the air. I'm looking forward to doing that. So they. There, I, I'm not guaranteeing it, but there could be a video that comes out of that. Um, oh, that would be great. I, yeah. Sign me up for number one for one. Marcus, I got to ask you a question, okay? Where can I get an Idaho quadcopter t-shirt? Because that's been the question that's been on my mind <laughs> last night. So, so these are, I just did a couple of one-offs, Bill. Uh, I, I ordered them through uh, Custom Inc. I got one for Sarah and one for me, and I did one with the big logo on the front and then another with just the, the small logo here. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm still toying with the idea of, uh, this was really expensive just to get a couple of them done. I mean, I think they were like 28 bucks a piece or something like well, that. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you how to do it. And I can, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you offline about it, but it's through Vistaprint. They, this shirt right here. Okay. It's hundred percent cotton. You know, and, and guys, if you want to get one of these, let me know. I can I can get you one. Okay. Um, you know, my cost. You know, my cost. You know, I would probably charge forty five for these, but I paid thirty five for them. Okay, which wow. is fantastic for an embroidered logo on there. Oh and yeah, my, heck yeah. yeah. My t-shirts were like about twenty bucks. You know, we'll talk. We'll talk offline at, after we're done here. So, um, Marcus, thank you so much for for stopping by tonight. We appreciate that. Um, you know, wish our best to Ron um you know hope he's doing well um you know it's still kind of crazy 
and, and I got to We need to give him that plug, Bill. Don't forget that plug. We're going to see. Oh, yeah. He's minutes. on. He's on Philly Drone Life with Mikey as of right now. I'm sure they're probably on. So make sure you guys go ahead and tune into that. Mikey's a great guy. You can't. If, if you, you, Mikey's just a great guy. I, that, that's all I'm, I'm going to say. And Ron, 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 Ron is, is is the leveling force when he's on with Mikey. He, when he, he brings, brings the rails. Yeah. yeah, he brings Mikey back down to earth a, a lot. So stay, you know, definitely um, go switch channels. Take a look at that. Got a lot of great things coming on. Uh, remember us down here in Florida because you know we're getting spikes in cases down here with COVID nineteen, and you know there's more talk. You know they've already instituted, um, you know, an out in public order. You have to wear face masks down here. Um, you know, there, there's, there's talk. I mean, my wife was supposed to go back, uh, like next week to work and they've postponed that indefinitely. So, you know, we're, we're the hotspot right now. So, you know, we're kind of like Valerie and I are kind of like laying low as far as, as far as doing some things are concerned. So, um, you know, let's hope, let's hope we can get through this round of stuff. So, um, everybody, Marcus, thank you for a great show tonight. Um, everybody, thank you for a great chat. Make sure you catch Philly Drone Life with Mikey and Ron. They're on right now. And remember, as always, it's a great day to fly. Take care of everybody.